This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Mint Mobile has reimagined the wireless shopping experience and made it way easier. There's no stores, no salespeople, no nonsense. Just a huge savings on the nation's largest, most reliable 5G network. With plans as low as $15 a month, you have unlimited talk, unlimited text, and you can find the perfect data plan that suits you. You can even bring your old phone if you're still used to it. Or if you want to get rid of your old phone and upgrade, Mint Mobile has a large selection of phones for you to choose from. Just follow the link for Mint Mobile in the description of this podcast. Check out the plans and the opportunities for you to save some money with your new wireless service. Go to mintmobile.com today. Now, Laura Hope in the Arctones, would you please help me get this started? Welcome back to the Hey Bartender Podcast, the podcast where I can make all the obscene gestures and funny faces I want, and you would never know because it's an audio podcast. I'm your bartender for the evening. You can call me Dude, but you can call me Anthony, too. I'm completely cool with that. We've become friends long enough where you can call me by my first name. How's everybody doing this week? It is after Halloween. We are now into November, and the Christmas stuff has already gone up as of a couple weeks ago. Uh, If you're decorating your bar already, oh, God, do you really have to? Uh, I mean, come on. Let's get past Thanksgiving. Let's put up some uh, fake turkeys and stuff like that, or maybe real turkeys if you're one of those kind of bars. But as usual, before we get really into the sarcastic stuff, let's get together and have a drink special here. This one I pulled off of Instagram from somebody named Spirited LA from Portland, Oregon. Uh, it sounded like a pretty cool drink, so I decided to uh, tell you guys about it. It is called the Caramel Apple Pop Cocktail. What you're going to need is two ounces of the tequila, two ounces of fresh tart apple cider, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, and one ounce of ginger liqueur, and a caramel sheet to wrap around the glass. I'll post a picture of this on Instagram. It looks really cool. They got a little bit of caramel sheet on the rim of the glass. Looks like, uh, let's read a little bit deeper into this that I copied off the, uh, copied off this thing. Uh, looks like it might be a shake and strain type of drink or yeah, pretty much, uh, their description of it's actually really good. The buttery rich smoothness of tequila Don Ramon, bunch of other words, mirrors the caramel in the cocktail while lemon and tart fresh cider embody the tangy green apple zinc. It's easy to make. It tastes remarkably like a sweet treat. Happy Halloween, even though Halloween's over and I just brought up this drink. Oh, sorry about that. Um, So that's from Spirited LA. Uh, Thank you, Spirited LA, for letting me steal the drink off your Instagram page. If you want to go follow them, uh, look up at Spirited LA on Instagram. Look like they have a bunch of really cool uh, drink specials on there. But they said they're Spirited LA and they're from Portland, Oregon. 
Ah, try, uh, best not to think about things like that. Might uh, make your eyes cross. Well, this episode of Hey Bartender Podcast, I have decided that I want to talk about things that I really didn't like that customers said. I'm sure there's uh, thousands of more things out there. If you have things that customers say to you, let please let me know. Because you can contact me, uh, uh, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com, or you can DM me on any of the social medias. It's on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all of them, at Hey Bartender Podcast. Really easy to find me. Uh, just look up at Hey Bartender Podcast. Oh, and you know what? Just because I'm vain this year, and just because I feel like it, it's my birthday month. My birthday is November 18th this month. I turned 45. I'm getting old. I'm getting really fucking old. And you know what? Uh, um, you know, if you guys want to send me stuff, please do. You can either uh, check out my cash app or you can send me stuff at P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Texas 79763. If you just send me fan mail too or just uh, or just send me some something through DMs, I'm that's more than welcome too. I just... You know what? I want the attention. I'm single. I'm 45. It's about time I started demanding attention from people. But anyway, the things that I wanted to talk about uh, today, you know, it's just customers come up with the goofiest things to say all the time. And, you know, I just binge watched a whole bunch of episodes of, of House MD. I love that show. Hugh Laurie is an amazing actor, amazing, amazing musician. And, you know, I can't say enough about the guy. Uh, put him and Benedict Cumberbatch in the same movie and let them duke it out. It'd be great. Probably make millions of dollars in the box office. But if anybody in Hollywood steals that idea, I uh, idea to make a movie with both of them in it, I'm I'm coming after you because all my listeners, you heard me say it here. You know, Benedict Cumberbatch and Hugh Laurie in the same movie. You know, uh, that was my idea. But customers, you know. Uh, they come up and, you know, they automatically think they're the smart ass. And uh, do you ever get the feeling that they sit back and think, I can say whatever I want to them, and they have to be nice because they've heard things like the customer's always right all their lives, or they have to do what I say because I'm the, pay I'm the one with money. I'm the one that pays their wages. And you know what? I don't think any of us want to put up with that anymore, do we? Unless you work in one of those theme restaurants where you have to dress like a certain character and all of a sudden the restaurant or the theme park uh, says the, uh, basically the kid can kick you in the butt and you can't do a damn thing about it. You just have to play it off. Eh, sorry about that for you guys. Uh, that's got to be a rough life. Hopefully you get paid well. I really know nothing about uh, what happens at those theme parks really, even though I'm on TikTok and they try to reveal all of it. But let's start simple of stupid things customers say. Uh, say you're uh, bartending one night, uh, you're relatively new behind the bar or at your table. Uh, you just, you know, you just finally decided that you need to have some extra cash while you're going to college or while you're at school or just to live. And you decided to become a bartender or waitress and, or a waiter even, or I don't know what the, uh, uh, service person yeah okay we'll go with service person um and you decide to uh start serving tables and as you're taking orders all of a sudden one of your customers says how long you've been a server 
no matter what answer you give to them, that answer is going to be bait. You know, uh, it's that's bait for them. No matter what answer you give them, they're going to try to put you down one way or another. And I even tried it one time where somebody asked me, how long you've been a uh, bartender? And I said, six months. And they uh, looked at me and goes, it shows. And I'm like, gee, thanks. And uh, then, you know, later on, you know, a few weeks later, they, uh, another customer comes up to me and says, how long you been a bartender? And I said, I've been a bartender so long I can buy and sell you with my tips like that. And they didn't know how to answer to that one just because it was such an outlandish answer. That's where I started thinking that, uh, you know, recently that sometimes when I talk to my customers, I was kind of like Dr. House. If any of you have ever watched House MD, he has no problem whatsoever calling his team, his boss, his uh, patients an idiot because usually in that TV show, most people were idiots. You know, they thought, you know, if I just uh, take this, then uh, all the symptoms will go away. But it ends up that the broad spectrum of uh, antibiotics actually made things worse. Worse. That's what House says all the time. Give, give them a broad spectrum of antibiotics or it's sarcoidosis or autoimmune disease. It's never lupus. Yeah, that sort of thing. Any servers out there that are pre-med or anything like that laughing at what I just said? Just curious. But that question is a setup. They smell the fear in you. They smell the lack of confidence, and they want to exploit that. And and they some sometimes the customers feel good about that. You know, oh, I gave that person uh, a hell of a time, and you know I kept asking for refills on my coke, and I didn't even drink half of them. I poured them all on off onto the side of the table, and. No, that's an exaggeration. I'm not saying that doesn't actually happen, but it's on my part, it's an exaggeration. But don't allow yourself to get set up like that. Uh, hopefully some people, uh, odds are probably people that are new to the service industry aren't listening to this podcast yet. Hopefully they do eventually. But when you're training the new person uh, and they look like they're scared, they look like uh, they're not very confident in what they're about to do, Tell them if anybody asks them how long they've been a server or how long have they worked there. And the answer long enough isn't satisfying because they'll then they'll just start pressing them. And uh, tell them to say something uh, off the wall, something, uh, something like before Justin Bieber was born, you know, uh, or uh, before Justin Bieber was considered a thing or uh, before Ariana Grande turned her hair red, then back to whatever her real hair color is. What is it? Get them started on the very lighted, lighthearted, sarcastic comments. I mean, something that uh, won't net hurt the or hurt the customer's feelings and attack them eventually, uh, you know, full on. But give them something uh, to start with. I mean, give them a few smart, uh, sarcastic remarks to start them off. Friendly sarcastic remarks. And then let them learn on their own. You know, that's one thing, you know, when you get a new trainee. Another one of the favorite things that uh, some customers would do, usually on a really busy Friday night or Saturday night, uh, during the time when I didn't have bouncers, uh, at least all the time, the we would have these people, these uh, 
uh, actually all the time it happened to me, it was uh, these guys that could bench press me. Uh, they'd come in and say, give me a beer. And I'd say, can I see your ID? And they go, no. Can I see yours? And I said, no, because I'm not the one that wants beer. And that it, most of them would, uh, you know, fine, get out their wallet and uh, show me their ID. And, you know, they're trying to act like, well, I can't believe this guy's asking for my ID. Yeah, that guy's been 21 for about two months. So, and in most states, we're supposed to ID anybody that looks under the age of 35. So, you know, of course, we've got, well, we got to ID them. And, you know, they people get really, really weird about showing, on, uh, showing their ID. And it's like one of those things that it would happen much faster. You would get your drink a lot sooner if you just cooperate. You know, that's all you have to do. It's like all those TikTok videos where I see people uh, trying to act like they know the law. You know, these uh, 16-year-old kids that say, I don't have to show you my ID. I want your badge number. I want, you know, I want to talk to your supervisor. You know, why don't you sit there and wait and find out what you've been pulled over for first before you start acting like a douchebag? But nonetheless, I mean, there were a lot of people that thought they were being cool and by saying, no, you can't see my ID. And I'd say, then you don't need to be here. Get out of my bar. And then when, there was only one time, one time I can think of where I, I guess I was in a pissy mood or something like that. And the uh, guy said, okay, fine. Here's my ID. And I said, too late. I'm not serving you. Get out of here. And he's, uh, he's wait, wait, I showed you my ID. I, I said, yeah, but you were being a smart ass. I'm not in the mood to deal with that tonight. Get out. And ended up being a friend of the, well, uh, all the, any guys that hit on my manager at that time were friends of hers. And so they all thought that they had the power to get me fired or get me yelled at or suspended. I was never spent suspended. And if it would surprise me if they yelled at me face to face, they usually left notes in, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, the manager, uh, sent me a note about that, that I, you know, I need to be nicer to the customers. And like the guy wouldn't show his ID and he looked like younger than 35. What am I supposed to do? I'm trying to keep this bar open. You know, if you know, and plus, you know, we got the liquor control commission sending in stings every once in a while. And, uh, they're sending in secret shoppers. God, I loved that. You know, I got to do what I got to do. It's just that simple. People have forgotten. It seems like that, if they just do what they're asked, I mean, it's not like even from, uh, well, let's not even go talk about cops. Uh, cause I'm, I was never a cop. I know nothing about what cops go through. Uh, and that seems to be a tender subject nowadays. So I, for now, Hey, bartender podcast is going to let the cops talk about the cops. I'm not a cop, so I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, but when you walk up to your bartender and they ask for the ID, Shouldn't the customer just give you the ID because it would make their beer come so much sooner and get their mixed drinks so much sooner. And, but instead they decide to think that they're a hotshot and say, I don't have to show you that. Yes, you do. Or the customer does. And you know, you want to drink in my bar, you're going to show me your ID. And like, like I said, that one time that guy, he, he was being sarcastic jerk. So I told him, uh, okay, you showed me your ID, but I don't like your attitude, so get out of here. And then the boss said, I need to be nicer to people. Yeah, I'm always nice to people as long as they're nice to me. That, that was always kind of a weird uh, 
line that I always tread, uh, you know, should I be nice to them? So they'll be nice to me or should they be nice to me? So I'll be nice to them. Uh, I usually stayed on the line where if they're nice to me, I'll be nice to them. But I'm, I was told by a number of people who've been in the service industry for much longer, kill them with kindness first, then uh, you'll discover how good of a customer they can be and a good friend they can be. But, uh, yeah, my attitude behind the bar, a lot of customers were always questioning me. is like, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah, um, I'm just introverted, and if you want to bring me out of my shell, you have to say something nice to me. Or if you say something mean to me, you better expect something back. Next up on things that people say at the bar that annoyed the piss out of me. You can say anything you want, like, oh, let's say I went to uh las vegas this weekend and all of a sudden the customer goes oh i'm sorry because apparently they think las vegas is the uh worst place on earth or it doesn't have to be las vegas it you know you can say anything i went to see uh i went to see the new movie uh uh the new star wars movie or i went to see uh, whatever, or I went and did this, I went and did that, and their answers, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you sorry? And they're like, I hate that place. The place just sucks. And I didn't have a good time there. And uh, there were people that annoyed me there. So I, you know, that just place automatically sucks. And you try to say that I, you had a good time. You know, so I don't know why you're sorry because I had a blast there or I enjoyed the movie immensely. Or uh, when I was in Las Vegas, I bumped fists with Nicolas Cage. You know, you know, great things happened while I was there. I've never bumped fists with Nicolas Cage, although I would like to someday. Well, I'm putting that on the bucket list. In fact, in February, Metallica and Billy Joel, if you're a loyal listener to the podcast, I am a fan of both of them. They're both playing, uh, Metallica plays the first day and the day after Billy Joel plays in Las Vegas in February. I would kill to be there. See both of my heroes on two different days in Las Vegas. That would be so awesome. But then you come back to the bar and all of a sudden, I dude, I just saw Billy Joel in concert. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and then you're like, why are you sorry? And they're, uh, they're like, well, I hate Billy Joel. And I've never liked a song that he liked. I'm more of an Elton John kind of guy. And then, then they, that's put, that's not only putting uh, you down, it's putting the artist down. It's putting any, it's like anything that you do, they disapprove of, and there's nothing you can do to uh, write it or whatever. And I absolutely, I've always absolutely hated that. And there was one time where uh, I think I told somebody uh, I went to, where did I go? It was like San Antonio or something like that. And I said, I went to San Antonio this weekend, and the person uh, I was talking to goes, oh, I'm sorry. I looked at him, I went, why are you sorry? Are you the one that got uh, got me stuck there? Are you the one that uh, made sure that my truck ran out of gas while I was uh, while I was there and had, was, had to spend the night at, uh, waiting for AAA to show up with the new axle for my truck? And, you know, I, I actually made them very unnerved and nervous. And they're like, no, 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 I, I, just, I just don't like the place. Did you have a good time? It was, I actually enjoyed that immensely. Or when you're overly proud, you know, you, uh, it was, uh, 
uh, uh, back when I first started bartending was when I was able to purchase my first car. I no longer had to uh, borrow my parents' car to go to work. This was when I was in my early 20s. I got enough money to make a down payment on my first car. Now, I know Plymouth Neons aren't exactly Fast and the Furious uh, you know, type of cars, you know, uh, it's four banger and, uh, you know, they're economy cars. They're not, uh, designed to, uh, you know, go up against Dominic Toretto and, uh, uh, and, you know, when he's driving that eight cylinder charger with the blower on it. But, uh, I came into work and I said, you know what? I just bought myself my first car today. And they go, really? What'd you get? And I said, Plymouth Neon. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. That, see, see, that car, it doesn't get very many good reviews in Car and Driver. You know what? I don't give a fuck what you say about the car. It's my car. I am proud of my car because it is my car. And uh, I think the next, the second person that talked to me about, uh, uh, that said that to me, I uh, looked at him and I said, "Why are you sorry? Are you the one that bought the Mustang before I could uh, before I could get there? Are you the one that uh, gave them a better offer on the Mustang? So I had to uh, just because I needed a car, I had to go with the Plymouth Neon. Yeah, once again, made them made them nervous a little bit. Made my coworkers laugh their ass off though. But I couldn't think of anything else anywhere else to go to that because it absolutely did offend me when anything I absolutely say, maybe my DMs and my email get filled with this, but." People, uh, when they go, oh, I'm sorry, over anything that you do or say, it's offensive to me. Of course, everybody gets offended by everything right now. There was a guy earlier this week that got offended that it was raining outside. Can't believe it's raining outside. This is bullshit. And, you know, it's like, can you control the weather? Because I can't, you know, just, you know, deal with it. You're an idiot. And But that's an ins- uh, that's something that people started saying that uh just they say it for everything i mean uh when it came to like condolences and things like that i'm sorry okay yeah that uh that works but when uh somebody comes in and they're proud that they just got themselves a new computer and it doesn't meet with the requirements of a regular pc gamer that has a twitch account and plays call of duty and calls that a job uh it, it, they when you say i just bought this computer with this much ram and has this uh has this processor has this graphics card and they go oh i'm sorry and it's just like what the hell jeez i think it just has to go with everybody's opinion on what is best and some of us sit back and think we don't think sit back and think about what is best we think about what works I mean, it doesn't matter that we didn't go out and get the uh, Toyota Supra with uh, the supercharger and the extra sticky wheels and uh, the spoiler on the back with the Silver Surfer across the side. It doesn't matter to us, really. It just We just want something nice and effective. But apparently that's not good enough for some people, so they have to apologize to you for your choices. It's offensive to me. Hey, bartender. I want to take a second to talk about the Performance Package 4.0 
from Manscaped.com. It contains the Lawnmower 4.0, all-new skin-safe electric trimmer, the Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Reserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, Crop Reviver, ball spray toner, Magic Mats, disposable shaving mats. It also contains two free gifts, the Shed, which is a travel bag to keep everything in, and Manscaped Boxers, anti-chafing boxers. Go to manscaped.com right now and use promo code HEYBARTENDER at checkout and get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping. You can't beat that. 20% off plus free shipping. It's coming up on Christmas time. It would be the perfect gift for that man in your life. Or if you just need it for yourself, just so you can feel a little bit better, a little bit more secure, go to manscaped.com and use promo code HEYBARTENDER to get 20% off plus free shipping. Go there today. Hey, bartender. Then we got to talk about the people right now that uh, when they're not happy with any kind of service in their life, they all of a sudden become the legend in their own mind about being experts on how a business should run. How many people you run into a day? If, I bet you if you wrote, took a piece of paper, wrote down the names of all the people that do that to you, you'd have, end up with like 12, 15 names by the end of your shift. long time ago, I was in the airport and heard this guy going off saying, this is not how an airport should run. And the run, you know, there's too many people in line. They've only got one person behind the kiosk. Yeah, that happens all the time at every airport, especially the small one that I live next to. But the guy behind him says, hey, what do you do for a living? And the guy says, landscape architect. And then the guy behind him all of a sudden says, so you mow lawns? And the guy, yeah. That was kind of a cue to that guy that he is not an expert and on how to run a business. I mean, sure, the guy might own his own business mowing lawns. But, you know, it, everybody seems to think that uh, in their own mind, they are an expert uh, in a business that they have no business in being in. I mean, you know, these people that come in with moderately priced business suits and make, uh, you know, the high end of five figures a year, and they sit back and think, well, this is not how this should happen. I am a very important person where I work, therefore I'm smarter than anybody that works here. Or even the person that comes in that's wearing a ratty T-shirt jeans that they've probably been wearing since high school even though they're 38 now and uh tennis shoes that they bought uh at a drugstore and you know they sit back and think this is not how a business should be run well your credibility kind of went out the door when i saw your shoes i mean your shoes tell a lot about people don't they yeah but uh you know it it starts to annoy me that people sit back and think I should have gotten my order this fast. I should have gotten my drinks this fast. How come the server didn't come up at this time when they need to sit back and actually realize what is going on. If you take a second and look around what's going on and count how many servers you see on the floor, you can actually see at that second how much trouble they are having and how fast your service is going to be because if you see the restaurant is completely packed but you only see two servers on the floor it's going to be an hour before you get your prime rib uh if you see an empty restaurant 
and two servers on the floor. Yeah, you might have a little time to com- uh, complain, but remember, the cooks are the ones that are cooking the food. Did they have to slaughter the cow first before they made your prime rib? You don't know. Customers just don't know these things, and they uh, their life is all about them. And so they start uh, asking you questions like, why don't you get a real job? Ugh, I hate that question. Or, you know, uh, I'm sorry, but are you happy working here? Or, you know, just, you know, and you're almost forced. That's another loaded question. Are you happy working here? And you're, if any answer that you say to them, they're going to completely attack you on that. You can say, actually, no, I'm not. Then they'll, why are you work here? And if you say, no, I'm completely happy here. This is the job that I've always wanted. They'll automatically think you're lying and or sit back and judge you sit, saying things like, you really need to set your sights a little bit higher in life or something like, uh, have you given up on life or something? What's wrong with you? Why would you want to be a server for the rest of your life? Because I get to serve great people like you. No, we don't think like that, but there are unfair questions that the customers ask. So some things to think about when you want to give a smart-ass comment. Let's see. Next up, the leave-me-alone quest, uh, customers, I'm in a bad mood. And, you know, you say, you have to sit back and think every once in a while. I think it was in Star Trek The Next Generation, Guinan, the, uh, one of the very few sci-fi bartenders out there, played by Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, she... Uh, played Guinan was the bartender on the USS Enterprise D and she walks up to one of uh, one of the lieutenants Lieutenant Rowe and tries to start talking to her and Rowe says leave me alone I just want to drink my drink in peace and Guinan automatically calls her on it and says no you don't if you wanted to drink your drink in peace you would have stayed in your quarters because you know everybody's got replicators on the Enterprise and nothing costs money on the Enterprise they've completely gotten rid of uh, all financial, uh, uh, anything, anything that has to do with money on the enterprise. Uh, people can just walk up to the replicator uh, in their uh, quarters and say, I want a bourbon and Coke. It'll automatically appear there. They can start drinking it. Of course, it won't make them drunk because they have what they call synthahol and that uh, it has the taste of alcohol without the euphoric feeling, which what's the point to that? I still wonder about that. If a person walks into the bar and says, leave me alone, I don't want to talk to anybody, they're pretty much full of shit. That's a cry for help, basically. And, you know, I don't suggest you uh, be one of those people that, you know, plops down at the table and says, hey, come on, put a smile on that face. Everybody hates you. Don't do not do that. You know, you just kind of uh, work yourself into the conversation. Uh, my uh, friend Shannon was a master at that you know see these people in a bad mood don't talk to me i just want to drink my beer and she would slowly work herself into a conversation with that person now me personally i just leave them alone you know if anybody walks up to him and tries to talk to him that's their business i just have to make sure the guy doesn't start swinging but uh shannon guaranteed within a half hour after meeting this person she would slowly work herself into the, into a conversation with the person and then become their best friend. It was so, you know, it's, it's witchcraft to me sometimes when I think about it. But there were some times where I'd uh, kind of sneak myself in and, you know, try to find something. Uh, I, it didn't happen very often, but every once in a while, 
I'd be walk over to the guy and, you know, when he orders his second drink uh, or woman happen, uh, it's, it's happened with women too, where they order their second drink and all of a sudden I'll find something on them that catches my interest. Like they're wearing a Pantera t-shirt or they're wearing uh, or on their keychain they uh, have a Las Vegas keychain or something like that. And I'll start building on that. And, you know, you got to find something with that common ground to get that person to not be in a bad mood in your bar. Cause you don't want people in a bad mood in your bar. Cause you know, these people leave me alone. They're more than likely uh, going to get pushed the wrong way and end up starting a fight. And you don't want that. That is a no, no for any bar. So, uh, you know, you just have to look for that one thing that you can talk about, expand on. If they're intently watching the TV you ask them if they're uh, they're into baseball or if it's their that uh, that's their team. In my case, that would probably be the wrong way to do it because if I'm staring at the TV, that means I'm trying to avoid eye contact with anybody in the bar. But uh, you might get lucky. I don't know. But before I get into the last thing, the worst, absolute worst thing that I've heard a customer say in the bar. I mean, this was completely shameful, unforgivable. And I'm surprised uh, that the person that said it did not get clocked. Now, uh, you know, it, it probably depend on what bar you were hanging out in where that phrase was acceptable, but I can't think of one. But let's talk about something here real quick before we get into that. The bar, back when I used to uh, bartend, uh, the only social media that was around at the time was MySpace and maybe the end of Friendster. And everybody had MySpace accounts. There was no Tinder. There was no Plenty of Fish. Uh, you know, just it was that was the place where people went to meet other people. Technically still is. But uh, for people that wanted to be around people to feel like they're being social, you go to the bar. And, you know, you can compare social media it uh, nowadays to going to the bar. And because you know, the bar is like social media for adults. Let's say you go, uh, you go in, or a customer comes in, and they start forcing their ideas on the person sitting next to them at the bar. Okay, now you have the option of either standing up and walking away that uh, you just got blocked, or you can uh, have a debate, well, that's putting it mildly, about what this person has to talk about. And either you, uh, become, you start bonding over it, or you hate each other at, by the end of the night. Uh, that's basically done on social media every day. I mean, people jump on there, feel like that their opinion needs to be said across the nation, across the world, even though the 150 people uh, that follow them, soon to be 140, are the only people that can see it. And they just sit back and hope that it gets reposted somewhere. Somebody agrees with them somehow. You got to get, and but it's also uh, getting the right hashtags out there so that people that don't follow you can accidentally run across what you have to say and possibly get more followers. That's the same thing in the bar. You come in there and you start talking about uh, something political, which I never allowed in my bar, you know, about uh, what what's happening in the government or something like that. Or let's, let's make it more simple. Your favorite TV show. You, like uh, a sci-fi nut comes in there complaining to high heaven 
That Firefly only lasted 13 episodes in one movie. It should have lasted way longer, which I totally agree with. But they sit there and start announcing it, saying it in a loud voice to make sure that everybody in the bar can hear them. Some people might come up to them and say, yeah, yeah, totally. Firefly was a classic television series that needed to last longer because there's so many stories that need to be said. And other people go, you know what? I was never into that. Uh, I didn't like uh, Firefly. Um, And... You know, you're an idiot because some other show was much better. And, uh, you know, it, you know, I, there were debates and like, you know, you know, like one guy would uh, completely come out of left field because, you know, when you're talking about Firefly, you're talking about science fiction fantasy. But then all of a sudden one guy would say 20, uh, that uh, Blue Shield, another show around that time, uh, was way better. It had the drama and uh, it blow Firefly out of the park. Now. I'd always stop them right there because, uh, yeah, they have an opinion on a show, but it's your it's like when you say uh, your favorite baseball team is the best in the league, but then somebody comes up and says, "No, this football team is way better." Now you're okay. You're on two different subjects here because Blue Shield was a drama, Firefly was science fiction fantasy. Now people don't get on me uh, about Firefly because uh, because of Joss Whedon and his reputation nowadays. I don't care what anybody says. I still love that show. But say uh, we're uh, let's compare the bar to the dating apps. Now you, let's say you find somebody that's attractive at the bar. You walk up and you start trying to talk to him. You breaking the ice, getting a conversation started. That's got to be the most difficult thing to do when meeting somebody new, completely fresh. You ha- don't know if you have anything in common. You walk up, hi, how are you? My name is. And because uh, uh, a guy I know, he decided that uh, he'd been single long enough. And he walked over to a, a pretty girl that was at the bar. And he said, hi, my name is, let's say, John. And he uh, put his hand out to shake her hand. And she looked him right in the eye and said, not interested, and turned around. Yeah, for a guy that was probably single for a very long time, that was probably a good kick in the nads for him. So, and then he started to sit back and debate, maybe this whole dating thing isn't work. doesn't work. Okay, now on social media standards nowadays, he just got swiped left on. Just, just swipe left. You know, I'm not interested. You're done. And, you know, on to the next uh, audition process. Or there's another case where a woman was sitting at the bar, a guy walks up to the bar to order a drink, stands there, starts to sip it a little bit because he's a little interested in what's on TV. She turns and uh, starts to try to talk to him. He maybe laughs, maybe says a couple quick quips, but then all of a sudden decides to sit up and walk over to the other side of the bar, go play pool, go play video poker. Okay, she's just got to realize that she just got swiped left on. And, you know, that can be a big kick in the stomach too. And... Yeah, it it was a lot of hit or miss uh, back then, but it it was like face to face. In my opinion, it's a, a lot more respectful when uh, you send a message to somebody, start talking to somebody, and they actually tell you they're not interested. They actually uh, show you through body language they're not interested, instead of ghosting somebody. Go, you know, you get a message from somebody on a dating app. Uh, they take the time to tell you who they are, what they do, and their interests, and then say, what are you into? And then you hear nothing from them. And then you, uh, that person sits there and goes, 
well, I guess they aren't interested. I just poured myself out there and, you know, uh, you know, the, and then the high expectations of people, you know, when they look at that certain person, see that they're dressed a certain way and just automatically, uh, automatically swipe left on them. That's the same thing, you know, except in a bar situation. You know, I mean, you're standing uh, at the buddy bar in the corner of the bar just so you can get a good lay of the land and you're pretty much judging everybody. And you see one person wearing a Metallica t-shirt, swipe left. You see a person, because you're not in, in a Metallica, and you see, or you see another person that's wearing, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, torn jeans. You swipe right on that because that works for you. Uh, you see a person with tattoos. You love tattoos. You swipe right on that. You see somebody with a shaved head. You swipe left on that because you think it's disgusting. Uh, you know, it's it's the same thing without the swiping. And But you're actually out meeting people face-to-face. Now, to the absolute worst thing that I have ever heard in the bar, the absolute worst thing, and I'm surprised that uh, the guy, yes, it was a guy that said it, uh, didn't walk away with a broken nose or what, you know, it, because I thought it was insanely disrespectful. Uh, the two girls that, uh, uh, were involved in it handled it very, very well. Uh, but in my opinion, uh, it would have been jailhouse rules. You know, if they decided to, uh, turn around and clock the guy, I would have told the cops that he fell. I don't know what happened. Yeah, the the video shows her swinging her arm, but he he must have tripped on something. I don't know. The worst thing that I've ever heard a guy say to two women, he walks over there and starts throwing his moves, starts saying his things. I'm a cool, badass motherfucker. I, uh, I wear cool clothes. What do you think, ladies? And one of the girls says, I'm sorry, not interested. I'm a lesbian. And then the guy says, oh, really? Can I watch? Oh, my God. He actually said that. Holy shit. Can you believe that? The guy actually had the balls to say that. I mean, in today, in since uh, porn was readily available at the, a couple clicks of a mouse, uh, people have their own particular interests, needs, fetishes, what have you. But to actually, when... Uh, somebody tells you that they're not interested because of their sexual orientation, that's an automatic no go away. And, uh, but the guy actually had the balls, you know, what are the odds that the, uh, after a girl would say something like that to a guy, what are the odds that, uh, they would say, yeah, okay, no, no, that would probably never happen. That's, uh, what what did like Kevin Smith say about chasing Amy? He said technically that shows science. That movie was science fiction because it would that sort of thing would never happen. But I I just I to this day I sit back and I think the balls on that guy the the nerve of that guy to even think it's okay to ask that question. Of course, everybody can sit back and say, oh, he was drunk at the time. He didn't know what he was doing. No, that's not an excuse anymore. It never has been an excuse. And it's ridiculous to this day that there are people out there that would actually sit back and think 
you go up to a heterosexual couple and you're hitting on one of them. And then all of a sudden they say, excuse me, but we're married. And, uh, then you say, well, sorry. Uh, well, can I watch? Uh, you probably end up with one of the people in the cup, uh, in the couple punching you or telling you to get the fuck away or whatever, something violent might happen. And I completely admire the female couple that was standing at my bar. Cause they just looked at him and went, go away. And he, uh, well, fine. You're, you're probably, you know, he made up excuses why they should, uh, he got shot down. The reason why he got shot down was because he's an idiot. Do you people agree with me out there that that was probably the worst thing that has ever been heard in a bar? You know, uh, you know, they, some guy that has the guts to actually say, can I watch? That's unbelievably bad. I just, uh, you know, I, I could dwell on that for days, but I don't have to dwell on it. Not at all, you know, because uh, it happened and, you know, the uh, it resolved itself really well. And plus it's last call, people, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar because I'm not going out there. The commute will kill me. Special thanks to Laura Hope and the Arctones for the theme song, Dr. Bartender, for the podcast. Uh, special thanks to Spirited LA on Instagram for letting me use their drink, whether they know it or not. Go check them out on Instagram. Remember, people, if you want to be on the show, all you have to do is contact me. You can contact me through email, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, or you can contact me through any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. All of those are at Hey Bartender Podcast. You know, can't miss me. If you're a server at a restaurant or you're a bartender at a restaurant, fast food, you're a flight attendant, or uh, you work in a theme park, any of people that has uh, has to deal with the public, uh, I want to talk to you. Uh, and it would be fun because I uh, just to talk to people that are uh, on different levels of the service industry and get those stories out there because uh, you know all of you people are really interesting and you all have interesting stories. And I'd love you for you to share them on this show. Remember also, people, that the holidays are upon us right now. People are starting to get out a little bit and do a little bit of Christmas shopping early and then late. Uh, then they're going to want to go to a restaurant. So I want you to remember to encourage your customers to drink responsibly because you want the co- those customers to come back. You want your friends to come back in uh, all in one piece and not have any problems. And also, you guys remember to drink responsibly, too, because we all have those shifters at the end of the night. And, uh, you know, you know, take it easy. And uh, remember, you want to go back to work the next day because you uh, want to be able to be with your families and stuff like that. This is a really uh, big time of year, so I want everybody to have a good one. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, as usual... This is the dude, Anthony, at Hey Bartender Podcast, wishing you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here.